0: You'll meet our partners. You'll meet our friends. And you'll quickly discover how you can improve your life. So listen in and enjoy the show. Welcome to the wisdom lifestyle money show. I'm your host, Scott Dillingham. Today I've got Nick Messina with us from team Gorin Remax. And then I've got Cass with us from Cass design studios. Welcome guys.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having Thanks us for having
0: us. Yeah, no worries. So today we wanted to have a different perspective on real estate renovations specifically focusing on real estate investors a lot of investors buy properties that need renovations um, or they they have a property and they want to do renovations to them and the thing is a lot of challenges with investors is they lack the time i find they're really busy and they don't really want to get their hands on with the renovations but then a lot of times we find that they make some big mistakes right that you know loses them some equity and potentially lowers a resale value. So this is why we wanted to have two experts on from different angles, but both can touch on the renovations. Uh, so here we are. So welcome guys. Like Thank it. you. So let's talk about some of the worst things that an investor can do when they're renovating their home. I'll start with you, Nick, what do you find, or what have you seen that was really ugly that lowered someone's value? Like what did you see that an investor should avoid at all costs?
2: I find a lot of the time people tend to navigate towards what they think might be the best situation for their home. Um, Things like painting to their liking, um, updating to an extent, again, to their liking. And when it becomes more unique, it's harder to sell. Um, I think it's better to go modern, uh, more generic to open up to the public and get as much traffic as possible. So I would say anything that really is a unique situation and anything custom to the client is probably not a great idea. Okay. No, I like that. I and mean, what do you think, Cass?
1: Honestly, I nailed it because it's, it's what I see is they're putting their emotion into it. It's what they like and what they want and what they're going to gravitate towards, which is fine if you were keeping the home. But if you're renovating to sell and you're renovating to flip or invest or anything like that, you want to keep it geared towards the masses. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know me at this point, Scott, I yeah. do like the unique things. <laughs> Yeah. I like to go that route, but it those are the times where you you're going to want to follow the trends. Yep. Right, and and appeal to those wider audiences ultimately.
0: Yep. Now, so then that brings up another question, right? Because a lot of people, <clears throat> I've heard that as well, right? You want to be neutral, right? And then so you see all these beige homes, right? <laughs> That's so ugly in itself, right? Just the builder beige. beige builder <laughs> beige. Yeah, it's so <laughs> ugly. So what? you know, I would like to hear from both of you, but what have you guys seen or what do you recommend your clients
2: do to keep it neutral, but, but more lively than just beige everywhere? It might sound a little bit standard, but honestly, I tell my clients a nice fresh coat of white paint goes a long way. Yeah, um, it It is a little bit neutral, it is a little bit standard, but it does open up the possibilities for people to come in and it helps them envision what they would want to put and what they can see themselves being in that home and doing with it. Right. So Okay. A nice white fresh coat of paint definitely goes a long way. Nice. What do you think Cass?
1: I mean I virtually want to say very similar things and I think it depends what the goal is in the moment because a lot can be done with staging a home as well. So you know when you keep the renovations and the bones of things as neutral and bright and airy as people say (laughs) um, then a little bit the better. Um, But a lot can be done with just decorating with plants. So like I'm sure Nick knows, it's, it's the game of depersonalizing yep. and, and taking away a lot of things. And so you still don't want it to feel cold. Um, but I, I like to decorate with plants and, and staging can go a long way. So
2: Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, you want to definitely keep it, um, you know, staged, looking well at the same time, like you said, depersonalized so that people can envision their family in the home. But at the same time, you want to keep that balance of it looking good, right? So, yeah,
1: 100%. yeah, percent time. Yeah,
0: Thanks.
2: Now, right now,
0: in life, everything's so expensive, and a lot of people want to cut their costs. So how can we, I know we've only really touched on painting, but how can we have an investor do some work, but really cut back on the cost of doing the work? Do you guys have some suggestions your clients or investors have done?
1: I'll take this one. Um, so so I, I got a couple things in in this realm of things. So I just did, um, what did we call it? How to maximize your, your profits, ROI, your yes. ROI um, for investors. We did it in the investor hub that Lens City hosts. We've got a whole online community. And part of when I was doing that event, what was coming up is the actual dollars and cents. So I want to answer this question in two ways, right? Sure. There's there's a way from a material standpoint to, you know, get the cheaper. Um, You can get LVP, luxury vinyl plank, as opposed to hardwood. You'll save like $5 a square foot. That's a hefty amount when you're talking investing. Um, But then there's the the other way that I want to take things. And so this is a little bit of a plug though, uh, because I was asked <laughs> to do another event for short-term rentals and I'm actually going to have some numbers. So there is an actual mathematical equation okay. on what your current rent is, what your new rent would be and taking into consideration all of the money that you've spent on the renovation as well. So that's to come. I okay. don't have that answer right now, but yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I like something that. to keep in mind.
0: Yeah. And I got to just say about the, <coughs> the vinyl plank, like we did it in the one office over there. I've done it in the basement of my rentals too. And if there's ever water, it's pretty good. Like you got to take it out to dry under it cause you don't want mold to grow under right. But beyond that, like you can just relay it back down. You yep. don't have to throw it out and redo it all. So mm-hmm.
1: the product itself. Yeah. yeah. yeah you just sure. need
0: extra because if you've cut along, <laughs> right, you've cut along the wall, let's say, and then when you put it back together, there's yeah. going to be spots where you're like, um, I'm missing style now. You can't get it. So you got to have extra for that too. Yeah. But, but super sure. cool product. Mm-hmm. Um, so then what would you suggest? Um, let's turn this to a seller because you can both answer this. Okay. But let's say somebody's selling their home and they want a renovate. And I know a lot of times the best advice is don't do anything, like leave that up to the buyer. But let's say it needs it and you absolutely okay. have to do something what do you guys recommend as some key
2: renovations that someone can do to maximize their, the value of their home? So from a re, uh, real estate standpoint, I would say if we're talking about rooms specifically, I would say kitchen 100%. Okay. Um, I think kitchen is one of the major factors that clients look at when they enter a home. Um, on average, you, can, you could honestly renovate your kitchen $10,000, $30,000, yeah. and you're looking at about a 75 to 100% uh, return on that investment. So kitchen always, I would say, definitely a good idea to look into. Mm -hmm. Bathrooms, I mean, I guess it depends on really the condition of the bathroom and how many you have in the home. I would say light fixtures, adding a vanity, making it look nicer. Um, You're you're sitting at around a 70% return on your investment for the bathrooms. So I think of all the rooms, bathrooms and kitchen are probably your two highlighted ones to renovate. And then obviously, you know, if you can add an extra amount of bedrooms at like a low cost. Okay. I would definitely yeah. encourage that as well.
1: I like that. Nice. 75%. That's a solid number. Yeah. The, solid these
2: number. are reported REMAX max numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will cite the sources. <laughs> um,
1: but you're right. And so what I can add to that is when it comes to the kitchen, you don't have to go ripping it out though, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, 10, 20, 30, sometimes you can get upwards to 60, 70, 80, yeah. just touching a kitchen. And so you can repaint those cabinets, you can get them refaced. So if you are selling, there are ways to keep things, keep your costs low just to appeal to the masses. Like we were saying, um, when it comes to the bathrooms, my rule of thumb. So I'm curious what you think here, Nick is if there's at least two, then as long as you have one that's updated, pretty much top to bottom updated, Mm -hmm. then the other one you can get away with like the quicker fixes yeah
2: no I, I completely agree with that i mean okay. as long as you have one really nice one where yeah. the family's like you know what we can use this one and yes. if push comes to shove we'll go and use the other one then yeah 100 percent. yeah
1: okay right. cool so i'm on the right track <laughs> that's
2: cool i even spoke to an appraiser one time and i don't know if this is
0: still the case this is maybe two three years ago but he said that if somebody does their backsplash, he'll usually add on five grand of, of value to the home. And I don't know about oh. you guys, but a backsplash doesn't cost five grand. No. You know what I mean? No. But just the impact that it has on the overall look of the kitchen mm-hmm. is so drastic that an appraiser's willing to add five grand. Yeah. Uh, now again, that might've just been this appraisal, It could have been that specific property, but that's, that's what he was suggesting, which is mm. pretty cool. Yeah, good to know. Um, Cool. So then um, what would you guys say that, that you would recommend for, okay, so I want to do renovations. Let's say I've decided I'm going to do my kitchen and bath. What would maybe the first steps be? And Cass, this might be a better question for you, yeah. but like a lot of people just dive in. And I think that's where a lot of mistakes happen. So what would you say? How, I mean, how can you help?
1: The, e- the easiest is just having the overall vision. Having the overall vision, having the inspiration, a way to communicate what you're thinking and what you're yeah. after to the people who are actually doing the work. Yeah. And even if that's you and your significant other, yeah. okay? You guys don't think <laughs> the same, yeah. okay? Men and women don't think the same. And so even if it's you guys that are doing the work yourselves, you want to keep as much money in your pocket as possible, um, just try to be on the same page and having visuals is important. So Canva is free, guys. That's how I do all my mood boards. Um, Pinterest is endless on the inspiration that you can find on Pinterest. So even just having reference photos is is the best. That's definitely your best bet is having the overall vision. Yeah. Um, and then putting together a spreadsheet for the actual numbers, like having wow. an amount that you're willing to invest into the home and the property before you sell it. But then that's where I would bring in Nick and a real estate agent is, okay, hey, I'm thinking of doing these updates. This is what it's valued at right now. What is it valued at after these updates? Yep. And, and that homework before you swing any hammers. Yep,
0: The homework. no, I agree. And from the lender standpoint, right? Cause that's obviously who I represent. Um, you can build these renovation costs into your mortgage, right? Obviously if you're selling, that's a different story, but you can build all that in too. And a lot of investors don't realize that. So they end up, out of pocket, or it limits their growth because they could be using that money for another purchase. Um, so yeah, building all the renovations, right? OPM, use other people's money, uh, and then you can grow. Um, but let's talk back to the ugly renovations. What are some of the ugliest renovations you guys have
2: seen since we're here talking? So like about the <laughs> absolute
1: don'ts, but I want to know more because you're you're in more people's houses yeah. than I probably am. Yeah. What are some big don'ts?
2: I mean, definitely don't go with. Um, really outstanding colors on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been through a house where the, the walls were painted neon green and neon pink, every other room. So I would say things like that don't do, oh. definitely stick with the neutral colors.
0: Was that the video game house? Yeah, yeah. that was okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> as far as other ugly renovations I mean, I, I've seen. I mean, I think layout is extremely important. Oh. I've gone through houses and you're, you're thinking like, wow, like this is a beautiful home, beautiful space. But the way that they laid it out to make more rooms and create, you know, extra space is just, it's awful. Like, you you need to make sure you're doing, you're allocating the spaces correctly to maximize not only the vision, but what you can do with that space, right? Yeah. So putting up walls in spots where there shouldn't be, definitely not a good idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Makes sense. What did you say, Cass? So,
1: I I mean... How can I answer this? Re- repeat the question. Okay, <laughs> let me
0: ask you a different way because you literally help clients design the renovations. Yes. So let's word it the other way without may- maybe mentioning a client's name. But what was maybe a renovation that you had suggested something and the client went on their own and did it Ooh. their way? Okay. And it worked out really ugly.
1: <laughs> so, and I don't want to say that it worked out ugly only okay. because I was on the project and I wouldn't, I wouldn't let that happen. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But, um, I think the way that you portray what you want, which again, comes down to visuals and, mm-hmm. and a vision. Um, I did have this one client. She was an absolute sweetheart. Love her to death. Um, the way she had presented what she wanted wasn't what we ended up with. And okay. what, what ended up happening is she just needed to see it and then to be like, yes. Mm-hmm. So, what was my point here? You might have to edit this part out. That <laughs> was ugly.
0: What was ugly? But it ugly? wasn't
1: ugly. Okay, um, let me let me think of let me think of an ugly let me think of an ugly. I I just go back to the lime green bathroom. Yeah. So that's fair. But it wasn't a project I worked on. Um, who's one that took it and and just destroyed it? Oh, okay. I got a good one. So. I always have to come at it from a a modern level of Mm -hmm. things. And I did have this one client and she was an older woman and it turned out great, but she wanted everything to be pink and like Mm. old lady pink.
0: Yeah. That's too much. Right. But
1: it was their space. So it was, it was their home. And so I really Mm. am of the two. Like a
0: Barbie home.
1: (laughs) Well, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. It was like old lady pink. So it was right. Like a blush. Yeah. And I did my best, but I think in the end, did it's still Did it smell like perfume
2: just... everywhere? Yeah. Like the that. old original wartime home Ooh, pink. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. right?
1: Where it's like this baby pink. And I, I struggled with the overall vision, but at the end of the day, she was happy. So wow. So that's the difference between where most of my clients, I am promoting, do it uniquely, do mm-hmm. it your yeah. own. But I also have that level of, from an investor standpoint and from the seller standpoint, um, you don't at all want to have any personality on it. Warmth. Yes. But no personality, (laughs) but I will go right back to this lime green bathroom. I have to. So there was this house that was being sold and the photographer was in there and they showed me a picture of the basement bathroom and it had a vessel sink on top with butcher block countertop and the bathroom was lime green and then it had like some sort of pattern tile going on in the bathroom so it was like butcher block lofty <laughs> um but then mexican-ish with the pattern tiles and then there was like this very old traditional vase in the corner so mixing the styles or no
0: yeah
1: that's i think where the ugly comes into play yeah, You're mixing no. too many styles you're trying to do too much in one yeah space. yeah
0: I've seen some ugly houses too. i seen, so the two weirdest things for me was there was uh, one house. Um, there was a toilet. I, I guess you could say it was, it kind of was like the living room maybe. But why would there just be a toilet there? I don't know. <laughs> but there was. So that was weird. And then another one was all painted black with like red paint to make it look like blood was dripping down. Oh, It was weird. That's creepy. It was really weird. Oh. So I was like, I'm not buying this one. Even though it's paint, it's still the thought of it, right? It's like
1: Well, because I think it on. poses the question of what else? What else am I gonna find in this yeah. home? Mm-hmm. What else could have been done? Um, that's yeah. that's how I would be thinking
0: about yeah. that. One. And that's exactly the point of this, right? You don't want to do those renovations because even myself realizing that it could be just paint it threw me off so much that I didn't want to buy the home. Right. And that's what we're talking about here is not doing those things that yeah. uh, are just so drastic that, yeah. you know, you push people away.
2: Uh, I'll add uh, another example to that. Actually. Let's I, uh, it. <laughs> so I actually w- went through a beautiful house um, recently. Like you walk up to the, the the front. It was beautiful. Like I'm expecting beautiful staged inside everything. I walk in with my clients and there's uh what do you call that? Like dead trophy animals. Like, everywhere Mm. like all over the walls is like moose wolves and i'm I'm looking at my client they're like yeah we're a little bit scared and (laughs) and i'm thinking like yeah like for such a beautiful home and to have that displayed like you're you're cutting your traffic in half yeah yeah because you're gonna have a a good amount of people come through there and they're gonna think like oh yeah this isn't for me Meanwhile, without all of that, you would be able to really see the potential of that home, right?
0: Yeah. So if you have weird things, weird colors, like clean it up, right? Because yeah, sure. they could have taken that down and
2: put it in storage yeah. or something, right? And that just comes back to what Cass was saying. Like, we, we love uniqueness, but when it comes to selling the property, you want people yeah. to be able to envision what, what they're thinking, right? Yeah.
1: I do have a quick question for Nick, though, because I've, I've heard this before. So you were talking about a hot pink paint, mm-hmm. and, and I'm talking about lime green. And while to live in it, no, you don't really want that. So there's a couple things here. I hear that when people buy a house, they really won't repaint. So they walk in, they're not gonna. If it's already neutral, more than likely, they're not gonna paint for another three to five years. But then I've heard on the flip side that if a buyer is going to all of these houses, that it's good to stand out and not have everything super neutral. So maybe there is a random basement bathroom that is hot pink or lime green <laughs> so that they're, when they've looked at 15 houses in a day, they're thinking, oh, what about that one that had the crazy hot pink yeah. bedroom and it stands out? So do you think that that's a good thing or a bad thing?
2: I mean, like you're you're definitely not wrong. I can see the point where it's like, out of sight out of mind right so if you have something unique that stands out you're going to be in mind and people are going to be constantly thinking about that property right Mm -hmm. at the same time i think it really boils down to whether you're looking to move in from an investment standpoint to flip the house or if you're purchasing it to move in with the family okay if you're on the family side i would say you are right they typically don't paint over it right away um if it's an investment standpoint typically they do okay But I definitely see the point where you stand out a little bit. You are in the mind of, you know, the traffic that comes through, whether that's a good or bad thing. I guess that really depends on the individual. Okay. And what we will be doing after this,
0: um, you can go to our merch store that we're going to open up right away. What we're going to do is we're going to have 20 feet tall castes. Okay. So it'll go up the wall and onto the ceiling. So if you want to make your house look unique,
1: Oh my you gosh, can, like a custom vinyl sticker? Yes. I am so up for this. Yes,
0: <laughs> you can get the custom vinyl sticker on our on our merch site. So. And it's better than wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. And then nobody will forget your house and it will help it to sell. <laughs> so it's perfect.
1: There are no guarantees. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: No warranties, yeah. Install at your own risk. <laughs> uh, but no, that's that's awesome. So, okay, so I know we're going to wrap it up here just because we, we like to keep these short so someone can listen to it on their commute to work or whatever. But... Um, any other tips or final thoughts to, you know, an, an investor or maybe even a homeowner who might be listening to this that wants to really get into renovations um, or they're local, right? And they want to tap into using you guys. G- give your tips and then
2: give how they can get in touch with you. I would really say it's, and I think I can speak for all of us on this front, it's so important to allocate not only your money, but your time when it comes to um, fixing up a property. It's super important to consult professionals like myself and Cass when it comes to these kind of things. You don't want to be wasting your time, wasting your money on improvements that are not going to return uh, on the investment and are ultimately not going to bring in the traffic you're looking for. Um, So I think I can't stress that enough. You have amazing people like the two of us. Definitely uh, use the resources at your disposal. Yep. And just
0: to wrap up your thought here, Nick. So how do people reach out to you if they're looking in Windsor-Essex County and then want a realtor that specializes in you know knowing the value of a good renovation
2: here. yeah so i am actually a very proud member of team goran Remax care um you can reach out to me directly my number is 226-782-4552 or any of the other amazing uh, amazing agents excuse me uh, at the office 519-979-9949 and also we work really closely with Cass. so i mean definitely reach out to her and i'll pass that over to you
1: so um You had asked a a question though. What was your last question? Uh, Just
2: if you had final tips
0: and then how people get in touch with you.
1: So something I had said on the event that we did in the hub anyway was to build your team. So that's one of the big things, having the vision and then building the team who knows what your overall goal is. That's for sure. My, my one biggest tip. Um, And you can find me on Instagram cast design studio, K a S S. Uh, design studio. And yes, you can call me too Uh, (laughs) 226-881-2194. But you can find me at Lens City all over, you know, talking to the agents and things like that. Um, The last thing I want to say about building your team is a quick little story about someone who thought they were going to cut out the electrician and they (laughs) wired the whole house and did it wrong. Mm. Right. And we had, you know, got into just the do's and don'ts. And it is don't think that you can do something for cheaper. That's where building your team, knowing that they've got your, your end goal in mind, which is, hey, this is a flip. This is a rental. We're selling this. Um, and just having everyone on the same page is super important.
0: No, that's perfect. And a quick final update before we go. Actually, the merch store sold out of Cast uh, <laughs> stickers. It already sold. So next we'll be featuring Nick as well. Okay, so that'll be on there. We'll put They're up the link for that. They're on pre-sale
1: right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but thanks for listening, guys. Well, we'll see you next time. See ya. Thanks for having us. Cool. We did. <laughs> we should have opened a merch store just for fun. If you're serious about real estate investing and you want to take it to the next level with the least amount of time and mistakes, then you're going to want to sign up for our Real Estate Investor Hub. Visit CanadianRealestateNetwork.com and hit the blue button or banner that says Free Investor Resources. Inside, you'll have access to real estate investing courses, networking opportunities, webinars featuring industry professionals, as well as dedicated chat channels to share and get access to unique properties. I look forward to seeing you there.